Hi, this is Jay Chatfield, and you are tuned in to your favorite podcast, Loving Yourself to Life, sponsored by Grace Guidance Performing Arts, where we provide an encouraging environment for your little gifts to grow. Hello, hello, it's Jay Chatfield from Loving Yourself to Life. It's a beautiful Sunday morning, and I'm up early. Um, Yesterday, went on a nice little family walk. It took us about two hours to cover about seven miles. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we had such a good time. Um, my, my family has been going on my consistency walks with me. I hope maybe people that um, will um, support you and some people that are around you, some people that are close to you will support mm-hmm. you and something that you're doing um, to better yourself. Um, my little picture is crooked behind me. Oh, other side, I forgot. Okay, I'll maybe I'll fix it later, but it does bother me with my OCD. Okay, better. Um, <laughs> but see, my kids don't have any choice. They're they just have to go with me. They just have to go outside, which I'm very grateful for. They wanted to explore trails and things yesterday. So I was like, great. We're still walking and we're still having a good time. Um, saw a couple of things in nature. A large rat. Yeah, we were in the woods. This thing almost knocked me over off of the path. I thought it, my my husband and I was like, what just what was that? I thought it was a cat. That's how big this rat was. It looked like the size of a cat. But um, we saw that and some cute little streams and rivers with some interesting things that uh, was floating in it. Yeah, they was floating. And um, <laughs> I'm so glad that I didn't have to get in there. So I don't know. I'm not scared of anything. I just don't want it on me. It's just like, like they say spiders, but these they they don't have no boundaries. Like, why are you jumping on me? Like, okay. Anyway, I wanted to talk this morning. Um, I had a very interesting conversation with someone that was close to me, and this is about me, not them. You know, my station, my station, my podcast is always all about you and the things that um, you are going through. So we were talking about um, the reason why I'm not um, heavily in the church anymore. And I used to be um, very heavily in the church Um you name it, I've done it. Choir director, dance, um, dance ministry, children ministry. I was over that um, in a few churches that I was in. Um, praise and worship team, gospel chorus. Um, trying to think of some other things. I was at conferences. I spoke. Sunday school teacher, vacation Bible school teacher, you know. I did a whole lot of that, and um, those were great teaching um, experiences along my journey. And during that time, you know, when I was younger, I had um, visions. I used to have a lot of visions when I was younger. I used to have visions of people dying, like I would meet them and literally... um, 
something would happen. Like I'll tell you this one story that still sticks with stick with me today. I was about um, 18 years old and I had a really good friend that I went to church with and um, he brought his cousin to church. And we all sat around and we talked and, you know, just a good little environment. And then she came to church another time. And um, I was walking. Um, I was I was at a game at a at a college game. And um, yeah, because I was yeah 18. Yeah. So I was at a college game and at the game, there were people walking by. Well, she was one of the people. And I didn't know her well enough to be like, hey, girl, you know, it wasn't like that. But then I saw her. But as soon as I saw her, I saw her falling forward. And then I saw a gun. And I'm like, that's crazy. What is girl going to be at that there's a gun? Mm, you know, so I didn't think of it anymore. And then maybe two weeks later, I was listening to the radio. You know, radio was really big in the 90s, late 90s, um, early too, because they used to have the like the Friday ride out. I don't know if you guys had those stations. This was where I was. And um, radio was really big. And it was like, oh, I want to give a shout out to uh, and condolences to the family of da 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 da. And I'm like, why? Why are they doing that? condolences what just happened and then I get a call and my friend was like oh my gosh my my girlfriend just called me her cousin just got I was like her cousin who and it was the girl I saw but get this she was shot in the back of the head I was like I saw that you know, and I'm laughing because it was so uncomfortable for me. Sometimes I, I do a little chuckle when I'm uncomfortable, but I don't tell a whole lot of people about, you know, the things. But this is my my podcast and maybe you've had experience. So I saw that and then I had another experience where I was in my bed and I was, um, I don't know, I was talking to God and then I fell asleep. And uh, my neighbors, we had always been very close. And in this dream, I don't know if it was a dream or a vision. Sometimes I would get them mixed up back then. I just know I saw it. So I was laying there and I saw my neighbor get shot in the stomach. And I was like, oh, no, another dream. And I immediately got down on my knees and started praying. I was like, oh, please don't let, oh, no, 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 no. We love this family. We can't lose this guy. We can't lose him. And so I lay back down in the bed and the, a voice came to me and said, you will not stop him from being shot, but you have just saved his life. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. So a couple of weeks later, the guy that I had the dream about, there was a party. Well, he didn't go because he had the flu that day. But somebody, the next day, someone tried to break into his house. Well, he got shot in the hand. All right. Whew. So I really didn't know 
what to do. So I would go to my church. These were the people that I spent all my time with. I'd go to the people in the church and I'd tell them, look, this is what's happening. And also I can, um, when I'm talking to a person, I can kind of, um, speak into their lives. I don't, it's not so much as a, as a prophetic thing. Like I can't, I have not, well, maybe I haven't unlocked that part of me yet because I'll tell you why. Um, but let me go back. So I went to some of the elders in the church that I was going to, and this was a Baptist church at the time. And I was like, look, guys, these dreams, and I would have other things too, like other things that would just wouldn't be so deep that would happen. Like I knew it was going to, um, something was going to happen in the city or in the world. I'd be like, oh, what just happened? And they'd be like, oh, this happened. And I'm like, what? Or, um, I don't know, just awareness, like different things of awareness would happen. And so I went and I was like, okay, hey, this is what's happening and da, 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 da. And they would say, well, you need to pray about it and you need to ask, uh, you know, ask God what he needs you to do for him, you know, um, or, or maybe somebody else told me you need to um, focus on what you're doing now or um, you got a demonic spirit because it's not of God to see things happen like that. Something, you know, it was always like that. And so I was not getting any help. I became ashamed of what I was born with. We lived across the street from a graveyard and um, one of the oldest in the area. And my sister, she would cry at night because she said she could see stuff. Well, I couldn't see it, but I could feel it. I never ever, she was young. She's younger than me. My sister's six years younger than me. So she would see stuff, but I could just feel it in the house. Like, and then I can hear it walking down the yeah, like, you know, for real. And then we still have that house. It's still there <laughs> across the street from the oldest graveyard, which I didn't know the energy that graveyard possessed. But it could, I mean, people, they're dead. They're buried in there. Courses has a lot of energy in it. I mean, we used to play hide and go seek in there all the time. And then there was a park right on the other side of it that we would spend time on Sundays. It's crazy. Like, who builds a park? in a cemetery. It's called the Cemetery Park. The cemetery, oh, that's what it used to be called. I think they changed it. The Cemetery Park. So um, so then um, after I told them that, like I would go home and cry, sit in my closet, and I would just cry, 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 because I didn't know. I couldn't stop the visions. And then I was like, please just take it away. I would, I asked, I was maybe about, at this time, I was, I was 21 and I just wanted it to stop. And so that day I heard a voice come to me. My voice said, now I know what's going on, but then it was a voice and it said, I want to show you something. And then immediately I didn't have as many dreams as I, I they used to come every day, like when I laid down, when I got up, I would even see random people and it was just like, oh no, you know, and, um, and I went on a journey for about 
15 years, I want to say. Yeah, because that would put me at about 36. Yeah, 15 years of just me thinking that things didn't exist when they did. And I we moved to Miami and I met a couple of people and they would talk about how people would, and, and I'm being very honest, that's just how I am. Um, I heard people talk about like people sending demons and things after them. And, and um, I still get chills now with this story. And um, I started working at a place and a girl would always say, there's an evil lady that lives across the street from me. And I was like, whatever. If you don't believe in it, it don't, it don't affect you. Mm, naive, naive, naive. And she was like, no, she sent something to my house and it put a hole in my floor. I was like, impossible, please. You know, I had this mentality of like, please. So she was like, I'll show you. So I was like, okay, because it can't nothing hurt me anyway. You know, that's how I am. Nothing can hurt me anyway. <laughs> So because I have the I have the shield of God on my life. That's how I feel. And so uh, we went to her house and sure enough, it the lady lived a, like adjacent kind of like I don't know if the word is catacorn, something like that. Well, she was sitting on the porch. And when I got out the car, I could see this gray she was gray, almost wolf-like. I've never seen, I'm getting chills, like my, my body's like, like around her was gray and like black. Like, mm, it wasn't really black, it was like dark and then it was like a grayish, dirty color. You know how mud looks? That's what around her and it almost looked like she had like wolf, which I couldn't see her face, but I could see her, I, I know it was like her aura. So it kind of scared me because she's the first person I've ever seen that happen to. And I'm looking and she's looking at me and she's sitting up looking. And we go in the house and um, there, was, there was a hole in the floor, like a tile floor. Like it looked like some, it looked like Thor landed on her floor. That's what it looked like. And you know how he makes that crap, that thing on the floor, like when he goes down or whoever the superhero is. But that's what it looked like. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how did that happen? And um, she was like, the lady did it. I was like, the lady? She's like, yeah, she's sitting on the porch over there. So we didn't stay too long. We left. And then we were driving. And the girl called us. And she said the lady came out her house when we left and she asked, who was that girl? And I was, she said, what girl? She said, the girl, she described what I had on. I was three of us and she saw me and she said, who was she? I want to know who was she? And that's what she kept saying. Who is she? Or who was or who is she? Who and, and she was like, I'm not going to tell you who that is. And she was like, okay. She was, and I wanted to know why she wanted to know who I was. Um, so that night we were going home, she sent something after us. I mean, it may sound crazy. I don't, you know. And the girl who was driving, 
it froze her in the driver's seat. She couldn't do anything. And I'm in the passenger side and she's like, help me, help me, help me. And I'm like, help you do what? She's like, I can't move. I can't move. So I learned in, I learned in church that you should start clapping. And so I started clapping. I was like, go, 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 get out of here, get out of here. I don't know what I was saying it to. I didn't see it. I just know she was frozen and we were on 35 going 80 miles an hour and we weren't slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it was, I let her go. And we were just like breathing hard or whatever. So that was just the first thing. There were many other things that I learned about on this path. But when you tell people like that in a certain organization, they tend to um, look for an answer that was one outside of me. And two, they can't explain it. Um, other no other way than what they've heard that's what I found and because they had not done the research they couldn't tell me what to do and it wasn't for them to tell me what to do because I had to go on this journey to find the truth within myself so many times um, well in a lot of um, the religious structures you're taught to look to something outside of yourself to explain what's going on with you inside and that was hard i it, how if i'm suffering with this how can that over there help me but people who believe in that which is cool they still have internal things that they need to handle there's things that just needs to be dealt with that keeps you in this same cycle, that keeps you in the same um, mindset. Because it can, you can get a quick fix. Things can happen for you because you believe on that outside level. Yeah, things can happen because it did for me. I was, I mean, 36 years old. I'm 39 now. And I used to do it. I was thinking that something on the outside could help me all the time, you know. And then I really got to a low place before I understood that the power was within me. That that the mind that they would tell me was on the outside was also in me. And that I can do exceedingly with that power that was in, in, in a lot of things with that power that was in me because I was made in the image of that power. So I learned that and because I needed to spend time with myself, I stepped away from the church because it was a distraction. And I don't, you know, like I say, this is the podcast. I'm not going to apologize, but this is me. This is my truth. You should be able to speak your truth at any time, uh, whether anyone believes it or not. But I needed to step away and look more into me and figure out how I work and figure out who I am. Because she, that lady asked about me because she knew I had power that I did not know I had at the time. Because I was saying the power was out there. And that I need to go over there and get it when it was already in me. I was able to speak to whatever she sent 
because of the power that's in me. You can send anything away. If you believe that you have dominion, then you can do so much with your words. You can do so much with your words, but yet and still we depend on something else. When it, you're clearly told that you have the power of God, you do. And Jesus told you <laughs> that you can do the same thing he do. So I don't know. I don't know why. Um, we skip over so, so, so many of those things. But again, I had to step away from, I had to step away from it to find out who I am. And it's the best thing that I have done for me. And it may not be everybody's path, but I do know that it was, um, as I told about, as I spoke about in spirituality one-on-one, I'm more spiritual now than religious because I have been judged by, by me having a gift, about, by me being able to do the same thing you paid $500 to a prophet to come in and do. I, I could do, but something was wrong with me. And I've been told a lot of times during my during my um, stint in church when I used to dance and and also when I used to speak and sing, people would pull me aside and say, "You don't know who you are," and they were right. I don't know on what level they they um, they were saying it, but I found out I didn't know who the heck I was, you know, and. A part of me loving me has, when I started loving me, I started unlocking those doors. Like I can see visions again. I can, I have that feeling like, okay, we shouldn't go this way or we shouldn't do that. I have this thing where, okay, all right, there's going to, you know, and, and I know now, you know, I, I have taken into account that I am a healer. I am you know, I'm a seer. I can do that. And and these were gifts that were given to me by God. And these were things that um, resonated with me. Um, and I'm still finding out. I'm still finding out because um, it, it has come kind of almost like at me really fast. Like I'm, I'm getting people in my path that need my help or just want to be able to know themselves in comfort and knowing that they're going the right way. You're the only one who can tell yourself that. I can only give you some type some insight and we can talk about a certain thing, but you're the you're the one who knows you better than anyone else can tell you that you know you. No one should be able to tell you that you're doing something or going to do something that has never, ever crossed your mind. You ever went to uh, someone and they was like, you're going to be a stripper. <laughs> I mean, for real. I met what? A stripper? What, for my husband? My boyfriend? Who am I going to be? A okay. Or you're going to be a doctor, you know, and you don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> and whatever someone tells you it should be able to to resonate um, with something that you've already known 
And um, if you're special, there's nothing wrong with you. If you can see visions, if you can do what, if you, there is nothing wrong with you. You just, at this point, would need to tap into whatever's being shown to you. Spend some time with it. Chew on it a little bit. Because I started writing my visions, my dreams, I started writing them down. And also, I can go back and tell you exactly what happens in them. I, word for word, like word for word, I can go back and tell you what happens in my dream. And I dream every night. I dream every night. I walk around in my dreams. I can, I can go back into a dream if I wanted to. So, I mean, these are things that we are unique and there are some other things that I can can do. I'm not a person that, you know, some people say, you know, I, I love speaking things into existence. I have my dream board over here and I look at it every day because we have the life and death is in the power of the tongue. You're either going to speak life and live life abundantly or you're going to speak death and die slowly or die, you know, whatever. But choose what you want to do. And I choose to live in an abundant way. Now, if anybody out there ever want to talk to it, go to my website, Loving Yourself to Life, or go to my um, Facebook page. I'm here to talk about it because I didn't have anybody to talk about it with. There were few people around me that understood, even my family members. And it's funny because my aunt is a, is a healer. She's a healer with um, like, like, uh, vegetables, like food, like garden, like her garden. She can grow a dang garden in in the desert. She in the desert. She can grow. She we got the work. Yes, she can grow a garden anywhere, in a pot, in a shoe. She's the bomb, and she makes. Um, we were never sick when we were young, but that was because we walked outside barefoot. We ate dirt. We played with other kids, no matter what. But she would make um, this mixture for us that would help you, like, if you had a cold. Um, she knows how to make that. Well, she's passed that on to us. Like, those are things. Those are gifts. My mom can tell if something is wrong with her kids and anybody else. Something, she, my phone's ringing. She was like, oh, what's going on? Oh, what's, she knew that my grandmother, and see, these are things that no one ever talked to me about. I had to tell people, like I had to tell people in my family. And then they didn't even tell me when I was younger. They told me when I was older. Like this would have helped me so much had you said this back then. And my grandmother could see the future. She could see variations like she could tell what was going to happen, you know, if we did this and went this way or, or it would come to her in a dream. Just like I said, my sister has the gift. She has a lot of things going on for her, too. I always tell her she's so powerful, but you have to be able to come into that on your own. Um, same thing. You know, I'm still discovering, you know, I do have and also the things that you want to do. It will it'll come to you like I have an interest in herbs. I like 
I'm so interested in doing things with herbs to help heal people and to help heal myself. I haven't gotten all the way there yet because I haven't really studied it or spent time with it. But that's something I have an interest in. Like I say, I'm still unlocking those doors that I locked back then. I was just saying, imagine if I would have did this a long time ago. But everything happens when it happens. But I don't want to keep you so long. This is probably one of my longest podcasts. But I know my truth. And whenever anyone comes to me and asks me, because they know me, you know, why aren't you doing this anymore? Why aren't you doing this anymore? It's because I wanted to get to know me without any distraction, without any opinions. Um, I want to be able to read the Bible. I want to be able to read um, um, the Dead Sea Scrolls. I want to be able to read um, the Nag Hammadi. I want to read, you know, I want to read the Kabbalion. I want to read all these things because now... I was raised Baptist. I went to a Lutheran school, then a Catholic school, and then I married Pentecostal. My mind is open. And I've always really wanted not knowledge. I was oh, and I had a Jehovah Witness friend. And I just so I'm sorry, that, that egg was cracked a long time ago. I heard a lot of things from a lot of places and everybody had their own rituals and things to do with it. So I didn't mean to do this for 30 minutes, but listen, if you are, I always know that this is going to catch the ears of people who want to, who, who, who it resonates with. If it doesn't resonate with you, then just leave it alone. You don't have to say anything bad. Just like you either like tea or you don't. Just don't mess with the tea. You don't have to say anything bad about it. No, thank you. Anyway, that's another that's another podcast. But that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, like I said, if you ever need someone to talk to, just go to my um, outlets, which I talk about in my um in my outro um, and just send me an email or send me a, 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 a contact form on my website or just message me and I would be glad to talk. I mean, some people just need to talk and hear themselves and you'll, you will know your voice and your voice is your voice. It doesn't have to be anybody else. So until next time, this is Jay Tatfield for Loving Yourself the Life. Thank you for listening to your favorite podcast, Loving Yourself to Life. If you want to get in touch with me, you can email me at lovingmyselftolife at outlook.com. At Writer1028 is my Twitter name. You can find me on YouTube, Loving Myself to Life. And at Loving Me Too is the Facebook name. Check out my book, The Woman That Is Made. Make sure you do something for you that you and only you will love. Have a love yourself day.